two best friends. One podcast. What's the worst that could happen? Now you sound like the stupid one. Welcome to Stupid by Nature, your go-to podcast for exclusive interviews, sports, entertainment, entertainment, and so much more. Now, introducing the ugliest hosts in the business, Noah Taylor and Austin Douglas. Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening uh, to Stupid by Nature, the podcast of the jungle. I'm joined, of course, here by my best friend and co-host, Noah. How's it going, buddy? Going good. Glad to be here. Get this thing started. Yep. Uh, it's going to be a great How are you? show. I'm great. Life is good. I've got my best friend on a podcast. What can I ask for? This is going to be great. Um, we uh, Well, let's do this. What you been up to? Tell me how life's been going. The viewers, the listeners, they haven't really been, uh, you know, following our day-to-day moves. So you tell me a little bit about what's been going on in your life. Life's going good. I mean, just to sum it up, it's pretty good to be me, uh, you know, enjoying the summer. Not many adults get to say that, but I do, and I've got it good, you know, getting fed, watching yeah. Netflix. Been a good summer. Okay, well, let's get into it uh, with our first segment here. To uh, I, th- I think you guys are going to like it. Uh, if you know Noah, you know he is a man filled to the brim with uh, information, pertinent or not. Uh, so this segment is called Know About It with Noah. <music> Noah, it's uh, so a fun fact of the week. If you want to go ahead and dive in, let's hear... The fun fact of the week. All right, definitely. Uh, yeah, our fun fact of the week is going to pertain to sports. You know, football season is kind of already started with the preseason matchups. College starts in a couple of weeks. So our fun fact is going to be uh, around the NFL. So the New York Jets, uh, I don't know if many people know this, their nickname, pretty interesting. Um, they were named in 1963 after the Jets that flew overhead Shea Stadium. Uh, that was their home field starting in 1964. It was nearby LaGuardia Airport. And uh, it also gave them a name that rhymed with the Mets, the Jets and the Mets. They also uh, shared Shea Stadium with the Mets at that time. So pretty interesting stuff. Wow. Yeah, that is interesting. Well, um, I, for one, did not know that. And I think it's it's exciting that you bring that to the table. And I can't wait to uh, see what else you have in store for us in the coming weeks with these fun facts, uh, you know, every show that comes by, uh, beginning with the first one, you knew what you wanted to say and you knew the facts and you just laid them on the table for us. So you appreciate that. Yeah. I got a lot of feedback, um, from people on, on doing this segment and uh, I think people are going to enjoy it. Well, we'll see. Anyway, uh, this is going to be our uh, next big, uh, gig here. It's called talking with strangers. It's where we have a guest who uh, may be a stranger to you, may not be a stranger. Uh, in this case, it's going to be uh, the great Kim Artlip uh, out of Vero Beach, Florida. She started a wrestling promotion in 2016. Uh, it's very family friendly if you're listening and you've got kids or a wife and you're thinking, gee whiz, what am I going to do this weekend? Uh, all the movies are uh, gore and sex, and I don't want to put that in my brain. I want to watch something that is going to entertain my kids and entertain me. 
Well, if you're looking for something to do, I would say make a beeline to Vero Beach and get your tickets because it's a great show. And uh, anyway, they've got a lot of great things coming up. They're actually uh, under WWE and TNA's radar as uh, they've actually lost some talent to WWE and TNA. Most recently, Lacey Lane, who uh, signed to WWE uh, in July of 2018. And we'll kind of get into that a little bit later uh, when we bring Kim on the show. But uh, yeah, I think uh, you guys are really going to like this one. Noah, you got anything to add? Uh, no, Kim, you know, great interview. And I think you guys are going to enjoy it, especially if you like wrestling and that sort of thing. A lot of great info there. And uh, if you aspire to be a wrestler, she's also some uh, motivation to do that. She grew up a big fan and started her own company doing it. And it's always great to do what you love. Well, and and I, I agree. I think that's what we did. We have been listening to podcasts before and we thought, wow, I, I'd like to, I bet I could do that. And look at us. <laughs> Here we are, right? Yeah, we're doing a really good we, job at it. I think we're uh, one of the best. And this is just episode one, but um, I think, you know, hold us up there with the best podcasts. I think we, uh, well, I think we we're can on hang the, with them. Yeah, I think we're on the Mount Rushmore of podcasts. And, uh, you know, you got the, Absolutely. You got the greats up there. Uh, but I think, I think we're definitely in contention. I, I think if you've got a, a chisel, a pickaxe or something, you need to go to work because you've got two handsome faces that need to go up there. Uh, but anyway, let's... Yeah, make some room. Right. Let's get into this segment, uh, Talking with Strangers. It's that time to speak your mind. There's no danger. It's really nothing major. It's Talking to Strangers. All right. Hello, everybody. Uh, we are live here with Kim Artlip, uh, promoter and... Um, Superstar over at Ignite Wrestling over in Vero Beach. Uh, Kim, if you want to introduce yourself, uh, you're a pretty successful, uh, not necessarily a small-time uh, wrestling promoter. It's I see you've actually gotten uh, the eyes of the WWE and, and even Impact Wrestling as well. So that's exciting for you, I'm sure. We've done pretty good. I mean, we're only two and a half years old. Uh We've had a Lucha Underground WWE Impact NXT stars work for us. Um, we're an official Twitch partner. We're on Fight TV. So uh, all the way, you know, we're we're not a big production, but we put on a pretty good show. Yeah, um, I've actually been doing a little reading on that. Um, actually, uh, Lacey Lane, right? Just most recently signed to uh, WWE. That would have been in uh, July, right? She's actually in the May Young Classic and. Uh, I saw the sports people weren't supposed to post, and she did advance past the first round. So I'm super proud of her. Amazing girl. No doubt. That's that's very exciting. Uh, Noah is actually a bit of a diva himself. Right, buddy? But do you have the spandex? That's the question. Uh, no comment. <laughs> well, I will comment, and I will say he does have the spandex, and he looks pretty good. Um, you know, he's, he's not as agile uh, in between the ropes, but let me tell you, uh, you know, it's nice to watch him perform. Um, so, you know, the the type of wrestling that you do is a little off the beaten path of a traditional, like your typical WWE Monday Night Raw or SmackDown, uh, TNA. It's kind of a little, um, 
what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, maybe a little individualistic, maybe a little, uh, I think off the beaten path pretty much describes it. Um, you know, it's not always the, the heel against the face. It's sometimes heel on heel or face on face. Is that correct? I don't follow formulas. Uh, and that's something that kind of set us apart. And I got a lot of criticism from the old time writers. But, uh, you know, we've got some guys that you never see in a ring together that are putting on amazing matches because their faces or their big heels. And, you know, we give them a chance to go in there and just tear it up. Well, uh, I think the saying goes, if you're angering the older generation, you're doing something right. So <laughs> pretty much. Well, um, let's go ahead and get into it. We have some questions for you. Uh, I think they're pretty hardcore and, and serious. Um, just, I know you, you mentioned you launched about a year and a half ago. Um, I have here, I mean, it was around what January of 2016. Uh, what, what made you want to just up and, you know, make, create your own wrestling promotion? What made you want to take this path? Honestly, we, we went to a local indie show, um, a business I used to have, um, I did a community events uh, website, and I'm a longtime wrestling fan, and you have to understand that. And the show, it was so badly run. <laughs> I told my husband I could do better, and he's like, "Okay, you got got to understand." My husband, he's just like he goes with the flow. Okay, you want to be a you want to be a wrestling promoter? Go right ahead. So yeah, we spent about a year. That was in 2015. We spent about a year getting ready uh, before we launched. Uh, you know, just uh, meeting the guy, you know, you know where to get stuff and pricing everything out, but um. We've done we've done pretty well. Uh, we've seen a lot of companies that have come and gone during the last two and a half years, and you know, we're still we're still we're still here. Well, I think uh, I, I think it speaks for itself. It's still standing, and uh, that's something that uh, again you should be proud of. And I don't think I have to tell you that. Um, Noah, did you want to uh, kind of jump in here, add something of your own? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Kim, you talked about. You know, being a wrestling fan for a long time, um, growing up, what were some of your favorite wrestlers? Uh, I'm a huge Stan Hansen fan. Um, love the guy. Uh, you know, I grew up on old-time WWE with Bruno San Martino, uh, uh, you know, Ivan Putski and all those guys. So um, it was really cool. About, about two years ago, I had a radio show locally, and I actually got one of my heroes. I love George Animal Steel. And um, he was he was, he was terminally ill, but he was – Nice enough to come on, a, um, and we did a remote um, radio show with an amazing guy, actually. Um, and so many cool stories he told us. Yeah, he was uh, definitely, I would even credit him as being one of the pioneers of the, the old-time uh, type of wrestling uh, back when uh, they still called it wrestling. Of course, now it's called a sports entertainment. Um, but, I mean, you know, that's that's uh, the difference. The wrestling has certainly changed over the years. And uh, as you said before, uh, the older people, the older heads, they're not always on board with that. But, hey, that's what makes it successful is, is when they don't approve. You know, life is all about rebelling against mom and dad. So, um, you know, talking about the younger crowds, uh, because you do run a family-friendly type establishment, uh, which is great, especially in that area. Uh, what would you say to the younger generation uh, wanting to become a wrestler? What I mean, what steps should they be taking? What advice would you give uh, for them to take that next step in between the squared circle? Honestly, anybody that wants to be a wrestler, I want you into a ring until you're trained. And there's some amazing schools down here in Florida. I mean, you have the Dudley Boys, Simi, 
You have uh, Team Vision Dojo, which is Larry Zabisco School, and Gangrel just opened up Gangrel's Asylum down um, in South Florida. So, you know, spent, spent that first year, um, you know, that first year learning how to perform and how to be Because at the end of the day, it's not about what you can do. It's how you can protect yourself and the other person in the ring. And people tend to forget that. Kim, for you, uh, being such a big fan and everything for a long time and obviously having a passion for it, what is a dream matchup you would like to see that maybe you haven't seen before? Dave Preston, Desmond, Xavier. Um, I, ha- I I know that Dave probably wrestled before, but that's the one I'd like to have at my show. Uh, we had Dave a couple years ago, and he's tearing it up on Impact. Desmond's over in Lucha Underground. And I just think that those two in one match would be just absolutely insane. Absolutely. Uh, I agree. You know, the the fast paced, the high flying, something that uh, I find is pretty underrated. I mean, uh, especially in the WWE, you find that the, uh, you know, the the stereotype, the big muscle heads, uh, the beefcakes, you know, they are all about uh, the strength and you know, it's not always about that. Wrestling can be good, and I think it's even more exciting when you've got guys f- doing flips off the off the ladders, off the turnbuckles. I mean, high flying action. It's it's really a, a an all arounder sport, and I I agree with you. Um, but you know, we we talk about these different wrestlers and uh, George the Animal and all that. I actually I love their theme song. Um, my question to you is though. What wrestler do you think has the greatest interest entrance theme of all time? Rude. Uh, when he comes with the lights and the cape and everything, he reminds me of Ric Flair, but it's just, I like it so much better. It's like an amped up version, I think. Pretty much. I mean, he, he is doing a bit of a, a Ric Flair. And you look at... Uh, 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 Nakamura, Shin, uh, Shinsaki Nakamura's song, when they come out and they have the, you know, the person out there jam the violin and, and the guitars and everything. I mean, it's, it's, it's not the cute little pop and the glass break stuff that we're used to. Um, I mean, it's, it's something universal and it's not so Americanized. Absolutely. Well, you know, funny you say that because I, I listen to their theme songs while I'm in the gym. It pumps me up and you bring up Nakamura, his, that theme song and the pop he got whenever he first came into and debuted with the WWE, the crowd just went wild. They went berserk and they were singing this theme song. Um, I mean, there's no words, but you know, they're, they're singing along with the, Whoa, you know, it's, 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 it was gave, it made my hair stand up. I don't know how else to describe it. I had goosebumps and uh, you know, I, I haven't heard anything like that, especially in, in the climate of the, the wrestling industry in, in such a long time. And, uh, you know, a, a great theme, a great entrance can really, uh, do wonders, uh, for your, uh, for your, in, for your entrance and for the whole show. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there, we've had some guys that come out and I'll be honest to the weirdest, lamest music. And yeah, you come out and it's like, what the heck is that supposed to be? Cause I, I'm running sound sometimes at the beginning of the show. And then you got guys like uh, we have John Cruz comes out to it's uh, and it's it's a lucha song and everybody's all amped up and these other guys come out to like you know, just pop music and you're just like it, it doesn't fit it's just not fit exactly I I absolutely agree uh, you know going back to the older school not to get off on a tangent on on theme songs but Hulk Hogan uh, 
I find myself singing that song in the shower. I find myself singing it uh, walking to work. I find it, you know, myself humming it in my head. It is a great song, and, you know, it, it stood the test of time. I'll try to walk calmly to like Steve Austin's theme song. You have to, you have to it. I mean, there's no way about it. I agree. Uh, Noah and I were discussing earlier, uh, you know, talking about uh, the industry and uh, one of the the better things I like about wrestling, not just the wrestling itself, but the promos. And uh, Noah and I have been trying to figure it out. What is it that makes a great promo, a great promo. It's like, it's all of a hook. Anybody can go out and say, Hey brother, I'm going to wrestle so-and-so, but there's got to be something that hooks you and invests you into that match or whatever's coming next. If they don't, they don't hook you or leave you with an image of serving or did you get out of your head, then they haven't done it right. I agree. It's all about that charisma, uh, you know, finding that, that balance and interacting. And yeah, I'm a hundred percent on board. Uh, you know, we talk about promos, uh, and I know I didn't I didn't ask you this beforehand. I just I'm putting you on the spot here, but uh, I'm I'm a fan of wrestling, and I would like to ask if I could cut a promo on my best friend Noah right here, right now, live on the Stupid by Nature podcast. Absolutely. Okay, and you you just give me you judge my promo, and you tell me if if I didn't deserve an applause. Uh, and, and, you know, get the fans behind me here. You just kind of be my guiding light here. I'm going to slip into my character. <clears throat> Noah, you have been a leech for a very long time. You have been feeding off of my success and preventing me from being my best. It's been a long time coming. So you just get your lazy patootie out into this ring and face me like a man. Okay, how was that? Okay, you had me right to the dude. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to That's try. A, right? That was not hardcore. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, okay. Hey, uh, I'm you trying to say, keep it you can PG. Say behind. You can say but. I mean, it's it's that's still PG. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, let me let me ask you this. What do you think would have happened if I would have delivered that that uh that fiery promo that I just delivered now? If if I was out there in front of your crowd, how do you think that would have been received? Pop, especially especially if Noah's music would have hit at the end. <laughs> you know, I, I think I think if Noah had a theme song, it would be uh, when the thunder rolls. It's an old uh, country song from uh, back in the day. No, no. Do you agree? I don't. I don't, I don't think that's. Right. You're more George uh, I don't. I. I don't think so. I don't think that that would be a very good one. Although I. I don't know what would be. Yeah. Well, who sings that? By the way, is that? Yeah. Garth Brooks or. I think it is Garth Brooks. But you know what? I think your theme song. It would have been sung by you. You would have been doing a cover of "When the Thunder Rolls," and that's what would have made it so impactful. Yeah, that would have. That would have been very memorable. Yeah, well, um, Kim, uh, I know the uh, we had a great time interviewing today, uh, interviewing you today, and uh, I hope you had a great time. Um, we want to give you a chance to plug your upcoming events. Uh, you've got the Ready for War event coming up soon, right? August twenty fifth, Florida, Wintry Week. 
Uh, we're going to take over at 1 p.m. We've even got the uh, Olympic bobsled night train is going to be there that was designed by on hand. So it's, it's a little little bit of fun for everybody. You'll come to a piece of history, hang out with us, um, food trucks, uh, face painters, vendors. We have a rugby uh, club there. The kids are going to be doing a demonstration. Huh. Well, uh, and you know what? Uh, fans of the show, if you're listening right now, maybe, just maybe, uh, the Bad Bandit, which is my name, uh, maybe I'll be in attendance there. And who knows? I might even cut a promo uh, in front of the crowd. Please don't. For your sake. I, uh, listen... Oh, please do. <laughs> I I got a guy. I got a guy. I'll have judge you. His name is Abe Zilla. Uh, you see, he's six foot seven, three hundred pounds. And if he likes it, he won't kill. You. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's a, that sounds like a win-win. <laughs> uh, you know, I am a, a staggering five nine, and uh, weighing in around one seventy, man, one seventy five. I'm gonna say, and uh, I think I'm a lean, mean, butt kicking machine as I've been told to say. Well, you're, you're definitely got a couple guys about your size, so you match. I'll put you in with those Lucha boys. You heard it first. Stupid by nature nation. I may be a Lucha boy. He's actually a Lulu boy. Okay, that's we don't have to get personal here. Listen, uh, Kim, we appreciate you for coming on. Uh, everybody else, if you're listening, make sure you're there uh, for Ready for War. Make sure you're ready, because there is going to be some high-flying action there's going to be some uh, great festivities. I think it's going to be a hoot and a blast. And uh, Kim, again, we've enjoyed talking to you today. Thank you, Kim. Thanks for having me on, guys. I really appreciate it. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, Kim Artlip, great guest. I think she debuted here with us. Uh, not sure I agree about the promo skills. I think I would have been cheered and revered as probably one of the greatest to ever do it. Probably not. Well, you don't you don't even watch wrestling, so you don't know. But anyway, uh, I, I think we had a lot of great questions. Uh, heck, I, I'm sure our social media is going to be blowing up. So follow us uh, on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Uh, we've, we're going to have some great content for you guys. Uh, it's it's at uh, at SB Nature. Uh, but I'm telling you, if you just Google "Stupid by Nature" podcast. You're gonna be pleasantly surprised with what you find. I don't think, I don't think you're gonna be surprised one bit. Noah, what did you pull away from this from this interview here today? A uh, lot of knowledge, like you said. Uh, don't watch a whole lot of wrestling, but uh, you know, learn some neat things about it and uh, some of the big names in the business, and you know, just kind of how the business works, how the industry works, and you know, learned a thing or two about how to make a great promo. And you kind of taught us how not to make a good one, so. It was really good. Very informative. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, at SB Nature Cast is our Twitter. Uh, hit us up there. Uh, you can look us up on Facebook, Stupid by Nature. Uh, we're going to pop up. It's the Two Handsome Cavemen. We're little cartoons, and we're pretty funny guys. So, uh, And if you're, hey, if you're looking for something to do with the wife, the kids, your grandma, Uncle Joe, it doesn't matter who it is. If they're in your family and you love them, take them to see this show. August 25th, ready for war. There's no real war. It's just going to be a, a war of, of entertainment. And I think everyone's going to, uh, it's a place where families can come together and just have a great time. And uh, hey, uh, tell them stupid by nature sent you. <laughs> anyway, uh, 
pretty much it. Uh, Noah, do you want to say anything? Closing words? Uh, you know, give us some words of wisdom here to move on. Bye. Uh, no, just want to thank our listeners, those that did. Um, you know, if you enjoyed it, give us a share. Follow us on the social media, like Austin said, and, you know, just get our name out there. And we look forward to you listening next week, hopefully. Well, don't don't say hopefully. They, they will. They know it's a good show and they're going to listen. Uh, we have a website. Yeah, hopefully. Stupid. I hope they do. Okay. Stupidbynaturepodcast.com. Find us online. That's where the content is, people. If you miss the show, big deal. Okay. You find us online. That's what you got to do. Everyone's got the internet now. Okay. This show's in America. And guess what? Home of the free, home of the internet. That's where it is. Go on the internet. www.stupidbynaturepodcast. It's all one word. It's, it's one, two, it's four words, but they're all jammed together like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And, and hey, everyone loves PB&Js. And I think this website is no different. You're going to love it. Uh, it was made for you by me and my friends. And again, I think I think you're going to love it. We have plenty of more shows coming your way soon. So keep your eyes glued to the tube, folks. It's going to be a great show uh, or great shows coming forward. And uh, hey, I look forward to it. Um, Noah, it's always a pleasure working with you, buddy. Likewise. Okay, well, wise words. Okay, folks, we'll see you next time on the Stupid by Nature podcast.